Hey there guys this is Amish Parmar over here and this is Rohan this side and let's get this episode started How are things at your home by the way I wanted to begin with this question when you are asking me how are things at my home does that mean that due to this corona stuff or yeah yeah i mean things must be a little different right it's weird the entire family is living inside the house for the entire day some dynamics must have changed or there's some paranoia that has crept in or um, are there any interesting rituals that you all have set up because of whatever is going around it's not a ritual kind of thing but it kind of monotonous nowadays so my day begins i go for a early morning walk from 6:30 to 7:30 and you still go on walks that's so not done yes i i do that every day like i just can't be at my home for the whole day it's it's practically impossible and when i go out in the morning there are hardly any people at that early in the morning so mm, i think i mean still not yeah. convinced with that reason by the way But, the number of corona patients in india just tripled over the last two days yeah i mean i've hearing the news but that was also predicted na because testing is also increasing so that has happened in all countries so whenever the testing criteria expands the number shoots up suddenly so that was anyway expected because now private labs have started testing yeah that's correct and even ghatkopar has been uh, declared as top 5 corona prone areas in mumbai <laughs> So has Chimbut where I live. Yeah, exactly. But still, I I feel pretty safe when I go out. I know that's not the question of being safe or not, but it's just not done. I'm not able to stay at my place for the whole day. But, but I you think can, you can try walking in your corridor. You can try walking within your uh, housing society or something. Well, walking is just a uh, excuse. I want to play Pokemon Go, right? I'm not happy with this at all. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Are you not supposed to go out? What does a lockdown mean? You have to be inside our homes. Yeah, that is true. But early in the morning, I'm not hurting anyone, right? <laughs> I think, I think the things are getting very serious, and maybe I'll cut it down to a walk in two or three days. But I'll, I'll try to do that. But still, that's the only time of the day where I'm really happy and excited and enjoying. And please don't take that away from me. <laughs> Obviously, that is going to happen. So when I was ill for the last, uh, last to last week, I had to go to a go to the doctor once, and I had to go for my blood test once. So I was ill. Okay, I was not feeling well. Even then, when I actually stepped out of the house, I felt very good because when you are inside a house for a long time, and suddenly you get to go out, euphoric to be honest. So yeah, but people anyway have to go down to buy groceries or to buy something, some essential commodity. Okay, so. people are going out and they need to go out but i don't think walking is a good enough excuse to go out or if you are anyway going out i would say then your household needs something some essential commodities every day right so i would then try to pitch why don't you you be the person who is bringing all those groceries home every day so that you get to go out of the house and someone else instead of you need not go out to bring essential commodities yes yes i do that actually there is a very uh, big playground near my house and uh, the government has turned that playground into a market so whenever i go out not every day but every alternate day my mom tells me to bring something so i just go there and bring some vegetables or fruits that are needed for the household so yeah does, that is helpful but does that mean that because you are going bringing those groceries or whatever you are bringing because of that someone else does not have to go down yes yes for something else yes yes 
because of that oh. my mother need not go down yeah okay yeah that makes sense then if that's so if you could somehow couple your walking or getting out of your house with bringing something essential which someone else would have to do i think that would make more sense okay anyway so once you come back after the work then what do you do yeah okay so then if it's weekdays i have work from home and if it's not weekdays then i uh, maybe i'm playing pokemon go sitting at my home or i'm watching some tv series or i'm watching some movie something or the other this is my routine talking about my family members uh, my grandpa does it feels very claustrophobic when he's at home so he goes down below my building inside the society premises of course at least 2 3 times a day and just sits there my grandmother doesn't go out at all my mother also doesn't go out at all but if if she has to bring something essential she does then uh, speaking of my father he never goes out he's in the home all the time my grandmother is also in the home all the time my sister goes to the terrace in the evening so that's her ritual going to the terrace so basically yeah. mostly i'm the one who gets out of the house and the building and roams on a daily basis yeah but don't you all have this rule that you'll have to take a bath once you'll come from outside yeah of course of course that is the rule yeah so you all are taking a bath and you all are putting all your clothes for washing once you all step out of the house yes true cool so that's one thing which has changed for us the second thing which we are doing these days is whatever we bring from outside say groceries or something we'll just keep it at one corner of the house and not touch it for one or two days Oh okay. Uh and another thing what we do is yeah one thing which we religiously follow is sanitizing the mobiles and wallets or money not I mean you can't sanitize your money but the wallets the keys and the mobile phone once you come back from outside so that's one ritual that we have made for ourselves. And how how do you sanitize your mobile phones? Using sanitizer. Okay, so Take just... tissue paper put some sanitizer and just rub it off. Oh okay that's a good thing I think I'll start doing that. Yeah, and um, my father just started sanitizing the doorknobs also once he comes back. That's a smart thing to do. Actually, even I always thought of doing it, but I'm too lazy to do it myself. I think these are important, right? Because firstly, yours is a big family. Okay, we are just three people, but y'all are one, two, three, four, five, six people, right? So y'all are six people, and I don't think your house is huge. It's a moderately sized house, and your uh, grandfather as well as you are moving out of the house multiple times in the day so i think it's i mean it's not hurting us if we do this extra thing then we anyway don't have much to do at home so i think these are good practices to have yes i totally agree i think i'll start doing that from tomorrow i it didn't occur to me so as to how should you sanitize your mobile phone but yeah the idea that you gave makes sense and i think i'll start doing it cool Do you feel different? Different in what sense? As in when I was preparing or rather setting up my recording space here, I was just thinking that for the last month or so, I haven't gone out to eat. Uh I had the craze of drinking cold coffee every now and then. I haven't drank cold coffee, no pizza hut, no McDonald's. And I'm so used to it, but it does not bother me as much I had thought it would bother me. Uh, well speaking of cold coffee you can always make it at home and uh, when you talk about pizza hut and mcdonalds yes i do miss it a lot of times almost every day but uh, after a point of time it's just like forget about the food i just want to go out of my room go out of my house and then just like 
even just to be out it feels so unclaustrophobic it's it's amazing and i do that every day i go out for a walk as i said to buy groceries and stuff but i guess you haven't been out maybe for a week or 10 days i i, I feel for you like i feel re- really feel for you no but i don't feel bad about myself though i'm really okay with not going out firstly my apartment is very roomy and very airy and there's a lot of sunlight also coming and 95% of the time i am always in my room my room has a huge window so a lot of sunlights as if sounds funny but it's as if like i am sitting outside only so it's still outside so i don't feel claustrophobic or i don't feel um sad or depressed about being at home all the time i think i'm very much okay with it yes i i i understand that you don't feel claustrophobic in its literal terms but that's what your brain is telling you to think in order to comfort you <laughs> but um when i was actually sick and i had to go out to see the doctor and to do the tests i was really happy about it just the fact that i got to go down was an amazing feeling Yes so so I generally have that feeling every day and trust me it actually is a very good feeling and I don't know if our listeners get to go out but if they do I am sure they would experience the same amazing feeling whenever they step out but don't guys don't go out don't be a mish <laughs> okay let me just follow up on two things okay okay so first thing is about mutual funds of course So <laughs> okay our last episode was about mutual funds and i had told amish oh god oh god to buy index <laughs> funds and if not index funds to stick to large cap funds but no he had to go and explore by himself and become expert in one day and this mahashay has decided to buy a sectorial fund which is i don't even know what that is so sectorial fund is when a fund is investing in stocks which is primarily from one particular sector so it could be okay. real estate it could be mm-hmm. healthcare it could be education so you did okay. that you yes you are seeing that nay abhi healthcare bahut upar jane wala hai so i'm going to invest in healthcare which is very risky and you don't know shit about stock market <laughs> and you're just acting very reckless and i highly regret you investing in that so i just wanted to make this clear to uh our listeners that stock market is very risky and i would highly encourage to try and not take big risks and not play the expert here so many people spend their lives studying the stock market and even they acknowledge that it's very risky and they don't fully understand it so once you read 10 to 15 articles about the stock market don't think that you are an expert in that subject matter and don't try taking weird risks So yeah, uh, learning from Amish's mistake, I would say. No, no, don't call it a mistake. Yet. Don't call it a mistake. <laughs> even Amish's if, adventure. Even if it, even if it gets you a lot of profit, I wouldn't encourage it because it's risky, and that's not what I want our listeners to do. I don't want Correct. you all to treat this as a gamble. I want you to treat this as a very systematic and well thought investment, and not a gamble or not an adventure that you all can take. And that's. the message i wanted to give from this follow up so okay to wait wait yeah, yeah. is that like am i allowed to say something you in my defense you are allowed to yes okay so let me go through the thought process that i had while i was deciding on which funds to invest so as you said that uh, starting with index fund i looked at the index fund and i just was browsing through these funds and then i saw that there was this breakup of 
in which which sectors this index fund is investing right so there was a sector of like you said real estate healthcare uh, there are some other sectors as well and i noticed that uh, healthcare was only 12% of the investment so i was wondering that if there are some mutual funds which would invest more percentage of uh, money into healthcare as i thought that healthcare is going to boom thanks to this corona virus so i just googled up and then it this came that okay this and this stuff this and this mutual fund invest of opening 98% of its amount in healthcare and then i decided to play this gamble and this another reason i decided to do this because i am saving a very good amount of money in my recurring deposit in my bank right so that that amount is i think more than 20 times what i'm investing in this mutual funds so i thought that i'm not risking it over there so there should be a little risk in life and i played with my gut feeling and i invested in this healthcare sectorial mutual fund and i'm kind of happy with it so yeah let's see what results come in after a couple of years or so i am not happy with this you're following the google university and uh... Also, my problem no, with no, I am I am following my gut feeling. Where did Google come into this? You read on Google, right? No, I just read on Google which funds invest on healthcare. Okay, cool. But, but I wanted to invest on healthcare. That was my own decision. Cool. See, the problem with sectorial funds is, say, if I am the fund manager of a sectorial mutual fund, so I have a lot of constraints, right? So if I say I have, I see that this one particular small company, I have a very good feeling. based on my research and algorithms that it is going to show lot of growth in the next 4 5 years so ideally what i should do is i should sell a few of my not so well performing stocks and buy stocks for that company but because i am stuck to the sectorial mutual fund i only have permission from the government and from you who has invested in my fund to buy stocks of healthcare companies so it, it's very constraining and that's why i don't think it's a very good idea if say for example you invest in a multi cap fund if you are if you want to take some risk and you say okay i'll i'll go to a slightly more riskier fund i would say is a multi cap fund now if i'm a manager of a multi cap mutual fund i know that it would make sense to invest in healthcare at this point of time and that person is going to do that for you okay i should put lot of money in healthcare and less money in say financial services so let the fund manager do that thinking for you it gets tricky when you are playing your own fund manager because we are not experts these people are experts and if they have the liberty they can think for themselves right and they definitely know much more than us so they can take that call for you see see i am not claiming that i am an expert over here okay what i am claiming is that i had a gut feeling that healthcare would rise up and that's why i invested in healthcare even if it doesn't rise up i am not investing so much money that i would lose a fortune out of it i know it's a good thing to be playing safe and one thing that i want to argue with you is that you said that for example if you are a fund manager for a sectorial fund right hmm. you have a lot of constraints hmm. but actually do you have a lot of constraints because you are the fund manager for a sectorial fund so you have your area of expertise is in sectorial funds yes. right so you have that uh, financial liberty and financial expertise so as to in which even if it's a single sector so as to which companies you want to invest your funds in if, even if i say one sector there would be hundreds and thousands of companies in that sector right so True. he would he would invest in some of these companies and some of that companies right he is an expert already so he uh, he will do uh, anyway a good job right not all fund managers are good by the way and many mutual funds make a loss at the end of the year 
keep that in mind and secondly what if i am a fund manager of a healthcare mutual fund and i know for a fact that this bank called as bandhan bank is going to make a fortune in the next 4 5 years i definitely know it and everyone knows it and everyone is investing in that company and everyone is going to reap out benefits from that one particular stock but because of this constraint i cannot invest in that so if See, you want this is this is this is highly improbable and you are taking a very 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 highly improbable case for example let's consider something related to physics for example if you are studying physics and you suddenly get to know that okay uh, right now the market is up for chemists as a physicist i don't have a good uh, market value but if i study chemistry and i know that this industry is taking on chemists and paying them a good job and good salary so people are taking chemistry so that doesn't make sense right there was uh, no correlation between that analogy and what i was trying to explain by yes, the way yes there is there is a very huge correlation right you, how would a person who is a expert in healthcare or for example hmm. any sectorial field would come to know that his uh, bandhan uh, like for example the banking field is going to rise up how would he come to know that like like now you are saying that that uh, person is able to predict the future which is impossible so see predicting is impossible predicting is impossible but everyone does their research and everyone has their own algorithms so it's a test of how well they have researched and how good their algorithm is why would a healthcare or why would a sectorial fund research on banking he or she won't research on banking but if that person had the liberty to research on other stocks as well don't you think that freedom would allow that person to make better informed choices i'm not still convinced with this uh, argument that you are giving me nor am i my your choices <laughs> so let's agree to disagree on this <laughs> okay Okay let's let's see what happens see i am not i am not in this for 10 15 years i am just doing it for the sake of gaining some experience and if i am making money along the way that's well and good but if i don't i think i have learned a lot of things and to be honest from next month i am going to start another sip in a <laughs> index fund in an index fund so don't worry <laughs> <laughs> anyway i don't i mean i can i can stretch this conversation further but let's not cool <laughs> we would be making another entire episode out of this argue yeah. this arguing on this topic yeah and, and what was the second thing you wanted to follow up on yes so the second thing was about our episode on is good player necessarily a good coach also so okay. i found out a counter example so when i was arguing that i think that you have to be a good you have to be good at that task to become a coach of that task i was mostly arguing for this and i could not find a good counter example but now i do have a counter example so i am good at physics relatively and i'm very bad at biology okay so what i thought was when i actually go in my class and teach physics chapters in science they'll be amazed by my lectures because i have so much knowledge my basics are at place and i know many things in physics and my biology class is going to suck because i don't know biology myself and many of the questions which my students will ask i won't have a good answer to that but literally the opposite happened and my students love my biology class so i am not a good biology student but i'm a better biology teacher so here we have a counter example but isn't this the case with like any subject you are trying to study or trying to teach for example even i love physics but physics for the subject which i scored the least on my 12th standard exams 
but the subject that i hated the most i ended up scoring a very good amount of marks in that Same. which is marathi which is marathi by the way <laughs> so i think it's a human tendency that if you if there's something that you hate or something hate is very strong word if it's something that you don't like or you feel that you're not too good in it and it is compulsory for you to do it you would try to do it you'll in work a much harder. better way yeah you'll you'll work harder on that subject compared to the one which you like and probably you would be very overconfident in that and it would not uh, lead to such good results as the one in which you are working harder right right yeah so that's a good counter example that you thought of and just think about it right now if you are the ceo of a company okay which is just a small company and uh, you need a good manager and that manager is going to oversee a few coders software engineers of yours so if this counter example was true all the time what it would tell you is you pick up the worst coder you have the worst software engineer and tell that person to teach software engineering to other people because this person is so bad at software engineering this person is going to work very hard and that person will be a very good coach of software engineers yes i would agree to that i don't think this would work out because i think <laughs> i think the catch here is that you have to be willing to work extra hard so Correct, be, be, huh? because i don't know biology well i work very hard in those subjects and i put lot of time and effort behind that subject let's say for example physics if you are a very bad physics student and you try to become a professor of physics most of the teachers are not going to put in the hard work to actually go and sit and go through everything and understand everything because it's going to be very difficult very time consuming mm-hmm. and very difficult correct i said difficult twice yeah that's how difficult physics is <laughs> <laughs> but uh, i think twice would be very uh, being very humble yeah understated yeah yeah so i think that's where the catch is are you ready to work extra hard in areas where you're very bad and if you are ready to work extra hard i think it can do wonders this reminds me of a quote which probably bill gates has said or at least google says that bill gates has said it which goes like i gave the most difficult jobs to the laziest people and they would find the quickest way to do it something <laughs> on those lines yeah. i think you might have heard it yeah yeah i've seen at least the picture in which they have his yeah, photo yeah, yeah. and <laughs> yeah. stylized font and all yeah correct so i think that's all hmm. but i again i disagree with that quote okay i don't think lazy people are going to work hard enough yeah, to yeah yeah it's it's a funny thing it's yeah. a it's kind of meme yeah i think i doubt he ever said that i think bill gates will choose people who are very good at optimization so there are some people who will just go and start doing the job right off without thinking much and there will be people who will spend most of the time prioritizing what they will do first what they'll do next etc etc so that it, everything is very efficient and optimized so there's another quote right if i have 3 hours to cut a tree 2 hours i'll spend <laughs> just sharpening Correct. my axe i was just thinking about that yes yeah nice cool